This is Scott Becker with the Becker Private Equity and Becker's Healthcare Podcast. We're thrilled today to visit with Roger Kaplinger. Roger's going to tell us about what he does, what trends he's most focused on, and a lot more. Roger, can you take a moment and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do? Uh, my name is Roger Kaplinger. Um, what I do now is I'm the medical and health consultant for the Milwaukee Brewers Baseball Club. I retired in November of 2022 um, as the vice president of medical health and safety for the Brewers. I worked for the Milwaukee Brewers for 33 years in various capacities as an athletic trainer from uh, the major league head athletic trainer um, and also the director of medical and then promoted to the vice president of medical to oversee all um medical apparatuses of the Milwaukee Brewers organization when it comes to strength and conditioning, psychology, medical and health performance, athletic training, and team physicians. You're fascinating. And tell us a little bit, how does one end up in that role? And how did you start working with the Brewers originally? And were you a George Bamberger fan back in the day? <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I didn't know George Bamberger very well when um, he was managing the club in the 80s. I was actually still in high school. But, um, you know, I grew up in Denver, Colorado, um, went to Regis Jesuit High School. My uncle was actually an NFL referee, and um, Lou Kellogg was his name. I was in pre-med um, and wanted to do something in sports, being an orthopedic surgeon, and my uncle Lou said, you know, I'm, I do NFL games and I see these athletic trainers on the sidelines and I think you would be a perfect fit. Uh, from there, I, I transferred uh, to a little small division two school in Denver, Metropolitan State University, got my degree in athletic training and um, needed to do an internship. And the Denver Zephyrs was in um, Denver at the time, the AAA affiliate of the Brewers before the Rockies were thought of. And so um, I got an internship with the Brewers and um, did that for a summer uh, in Denver. And um, the next year, the Brewers invited me to be a minor league athletic trainer. And so um, I was in the minor leagues for nine years. And then I got promoted to the major leagues. And then I was in the big leagues for 16 years. Um, and then after that, I transferred upstairs to oversee all the health and medical of the Brewers. It, it, what's it like? Do, do most franchises have somebody who oversees the health and medical of the of the teams? Is that is that a typical position in in big league teams across the major sports? So, when I first did this to move upstairs, there was only one other person, and that was um, the prior head athletic trainer of the Colorado Rockies, Tom Probst. And I felt that that was the trend moving forward. So, going back several years. I was one of the first minor league athletic training coordinators to coordinate all minor league athletic training because, you know, we had eight minor league athletic trainers and eight minor league affiliate teams uh, across our organization. So I felt that the trend was moving that way. And now in the major league, there's probably half of the teams that have that director or vice president of medical overseeing that just because of the robust um, and then the focus on health and wellness of the players. I mean, you have to have players that are available for 162 regular season games. And, and besides talent, health is the next component that you need to have to, to succeed in this game and to try to win World Series. And how much do you talk about rest, recovery, load management? I mean, I take it that 
you know, people have talked about in the, in the old days, we talked about pitch count all the time. In basketball, they talk about load management. How much is that part of the vernacular today versus recovery and so forth? What are some of those issues? And what are the other big issues that you're thinking about all the time? Yeah, so I think, I think you hit the nail on the head. I mean, we, we talk about availability and what is the definition of availability is to put your best nine guys out there every day. And um, how do we manage their sleep, their nutrition, their recovery, their output, both on the field and in batting practice or other things that we can actually enhance for those players? So you, you know, in, in baseball particularly, you, you know, you have nine guys out there every day and you have people on the bench that, that may or not play every day, but they have to be ready to play. So when one of your frontline players drops out due to injury or illness, those players have to fill in for a period of time. And so those players need to be ready. And so, you know, we have a full-time nutritionist, we have full-time athletic trainers, strength and conditioning personnel, sport performance personnel, um, we also have a big presence in the game with psychology and the mental side of the game. I think if you go back to the quotes of Yogi Berra, um, you know, those are all the game. The game's not only physical, but it's 100 percent mental. Um, and so we have those individuals that do mental skills training of our players to um, enhance their performance. Um, and so I think we have a very well-rounded uh, program to help and assist our players to providing the maximum amount of talent that they have to enhance that to win a World Series. What a fascinating career in this whole study of all these things, the psychology of it, the nutrition of it, the recovery, all those things that become such a paramount part of everything to make sure, as you said it brilliantly, to, to make sure your nine best players are ready to play every day or as much as they can be because injuries have a huge impact in sports. And so I'll, I'll ask you a, a, a question. Besides the Brewers, what is your favorite sports team? Is it a is it a pro team? Is it a college team? Who do you cheer for? So I, um, good question. I I think I'm a little tainted on on professional sports because I worked in it for the past 33 years. You know, it's a job to me, right? And I just can't sit down and watch sports without getting into the idiosyncrasies of sports of what is the athletic trainers doing? What is, what is the strength guys doing? What is the team physician doing? You know, I root for my alma mater where I got my master's at um, university of Colorado. So um, Deion Sanders has transcended the game of college football, albeit, you know, they started off like gangbusters, but they, they really have fallen off and, and that's okay. I mean, it takes time to build programs. And um, so I follow CU football a lot. Um, and that's about it, really. I'm interested in, in a lot of other sports. I'm very interested in F1 racing, um, where the machine and the people behind the scenes, because I was behind the scenes for so many years, the mechanics and all of the analytics, I think, um, is very, very intriguing to put those teams, you know, there's 10 teams and 20 cars out there to win a world championship. And, um, you know, Max Verstappen has been unbelievable on that Red Bull team has been uh, simply amazing other than the Hamilton era with Mercedes. Um, I think those are very intriguing. And I think, you know, looking back at it, uh, technology has advanced healthcare and advanced sports medicine in transcending ways. 
I mean, that's fascinating, actually, really fascinating. Someone that wanted to make, make their life what you've done, what advice would you give to somebody who, 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 I mean, what you do is fascinating. What advice would you give to somebody who wants to sort of follow that career path or, or be involved in sort of the health care of, of, of an athletic team? Uh, so another great question is, um, you know, you're not going to get all the notoriety. Um, you're going to work behind the scenes. Um, you know, I have personal pillars um, that I live my professional and personal life with. One is, you know, trust is a big word for me uh, for a lot of things. Um, another pillar that I have is never settling for mediocrity. Like I don't settle for mediocrity and my standards are very high. And I expect that of myself and I expect that of my staff when I was leading the Milwaukee Brewers. And the other pillar that I have is, is work ethic. No one will ever outwork me. Um, I'm going to work smarter and I'm going to work harder than anyone else. And I think if you have personal pillars in your life, you can continue to go behind those and say, and, and look retrospectively or prospectively to say, what am I doing here? What do I want to do? What do I want to accomplish? What are my goals in this year? Um, you know, one of my goals was if I didn't make it to the big leagues um, by a certain year, I was not going to work for the major league for the Brewers and at the major league level. And I was going to go back to med school. Um, so I think you have to have realistic short-term and long-term goals to, to look back on, on your pillars to say, am I going and am I going in the right direction? I mean, fascinating, literally fascinating career and fascinating vision and so forth. And this idea of won't be outworked, set high, high standards for yourself, I think it's just fantastic thoughts and advice, uh, magnificent. And, and Roger, anything else? I mean, let me ask you a question. You don't have to answer this. Okay, so I'm a Cubs fan. Do they still call people in Illinois FIBs if they're in Wisconsin? Absolutely. Okay, so that's one question. And does that get stronger as the Cubs hire Craig Council? And, and, and I, I take it a magnificent leader, and yeah. you don't have to comment on that because I don't want you commenting on the Brewers and everything else, but, but a fan of Craig Council. Um, you know, I, I will say this. Craig is one of my best friends in the world. We, you know, he, he, he played for the Brewers. He went back to the Diamondbacks. He won two world championships um, with the Marlins and um, the Diamondbacks. Um, came back to the Brewers. Was actually managing the game within the game when he was a player at the end of his career. You know, Craig and I, after the 11 season, retired. Um, and we went up to the front office together and we shared a lot of insights of how to manage people, how to motivate people, how to bring the absolute best out of people together. And then he became our manager. And then we worked together at, and when I was the vice president and he was the manager. I mean, we worked together. We had to battle COVID together. That was difficult, but we did it all as a team. Um, you know, Craig has a vision of where he would like to be as a manager and the professional aspect of it. And, you know, the Chicago Cubs made him an offer that he couldn't refuse. Um, and, and not all monetarily, you know, um, you know, Craig, Craig, Craig council is a winner. Um, he's done that at every level. Um, he is a great connector of people and he meets people where they're at to solidify the team sport aspect, even though baseball somewhat is an individual sport. 
you know, you're up there hitting or you're throwing a pitch and that's all you. And, you know, you're relying upon other guys to support you and to make plays uh, behind you. But, um, you know, Craig's a dear friend of mine. Um, his family's a dear friend of ours and I wish him the best in Chicago. Um, and I'm a brewer through and through. Um, that's the only team I've ever been with in my career. Um, so it'll be exciting to see when the Cubs come to Milwaukee. Um, I know there's going to be some mixed emotions, uh, but I'm a huge Craig Council fan. But I think when the Brewers play the Cubs, I'll be ready for the Brewers. No, no, you, you have to. Well, we're very excited in Chicago. We were they've been in such a bad job in Chicago sports teams of hiring leadership. When they go out of their way to hire a great leader, we're shocked and excited. So we're hoping it plays out great. We're fans of the Brewers, fans of the Bucks, fans of the Admirals, bigger fans of the Chicago sports teams. But my God, it's hard. In any event, thank you so much for joining us today. What a pleasure to visit you. What an amazing career. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Yep. Appreciate it. Thank you for the invitation, and I appreciate your uh, conversation.